0: Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, The Sex Spiral, forgiven and free from pornography. The Sex Spiral will teach you God's design for sexuality, the triggers that lead to porn addiction, and how to exit the sex spiral with a purity plan for your life. You can order online at Amazon.com or any other retailer. Hey, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's show.
1: The Dustin Daniels Show, broadcasting from beautiful downtown Phoenix, from the Faith Talk Studios in the Camelback Towers, unashamedly proclaiming God's purity through His Son, Jesus Christ, devoted to saving marriages, dedicated to protecting children. Addressing Sex with Biblical Truth and Without Shock Value. You're listening to the intersection of life and lust. Call toll-free at 1-855-5DUSTIN. And now, here's your host, Purity Pastor, Dustin Daniels.
0: Rams player Jack Youngblood. He broke his leg. During the second quarter of a 1979 playoff game, he stayed in the game. He played two more playoff games and even appeared in the Pro Bowl. And who can ever forget the 1992 Olympics? With the help of his father, Derek Redman finished the 400 meters race after tearing his hamstring. And here's a name that you may not recognize. Bert Troutman. Burt may have been before your time. He was a professional soccer goalie for Manchester City. And Burt finished the 1956 FA Cup with a broken neck. Wow. Wow. I mean, we as a culture, we love and we admire these great athletes. Because they are willing to do anything to win, no matter what the cost, no matter how much pain, they play through the pain. They know how to play and they know how to play hurt. So this week we continue our conversation about how to play through the pain and the hurt during those tough seasons in marriage. Author Brian Goins is my guest today, and we're going to continue our conversation on his book titled Playing Hurt, A Guy's Strategy for a Winning Marriage. Brian and his bride of 15 years, Jennifer, they've set up shop in Charlotte, North Carolina. They have three children. Brian is the president of a nonprofit ministry called Catapult Concepts. Brian, welcome back to the Dustin Daniels Show.
2: Oh good to be back. I'd never heard that one about the uh that soccer player.
0: Man, I read that and I'm like, are you kidding me?
2: What was that guy's name again?
0: Troutman. Bert Troutman.
2: Okay, I'm gonna look that one up.
0: Yeah, he played he played for the Manchester City back in nineteen fifty six.
2: Man, man, so that's tough. And who said soccer players weren't tough?
0: That's <laughs> that's right. Those guys are real, absolutely. So, Brian, tell us about Catapult Concepts. What this is a ministry. You're the president. What What do you guys do? What's your mission?
2: Yeah, we're 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 actually a team of uh, a consulting team that comes alongside social change organizations, and we help propel them forward. Help just you know distill and deploy their unique vision. And one of the groups that we've come alongside of that I'm super excited about that I know fits within your mission is we've come alongside a group called Fight the New Drug. And they're a group that have, for the last three years, they've been going into public high schools, and they've been talking to the adolescents about the scientific, the neuro- neurological, relational, societal side effects of pornography. And people say, you'll never get into public high schools talking about porn. Well, this this group has, and they're, we're really coming at it from the point of view of how do we, instead of asking the question, is porn right or wrong, which is what we as the church have been doing for the last... You know, two2,000 two, 2, years, sure, and it never works. We're asking the question: Is it healthy? And what we're doing with them is we're we're really helping scale their message. They've been in schools, and they've been in about one hundred and fifty schools in three years. We're trying to wow. scale the message to, which is a lot. Sounds like a lot,
0: but it there's 20, yeah. 20,
2: 27,000 public schools alone.
0: No kidding.
2: And so, you even if you had a hundred organizations, you're not going to be able to get into all of them. So we're we're uh, producing a documentary. I never saw myself as a film producer. I've watched a lot of films, but
0: <laughs> right. I'm now
2: a film film producer, and we're producing a documentary for adolescents. Uh, it's going to be focused, you know, geared young, although guys and anybody that's going to be older parents are all going to benefit from it, churches, all that. But it's going to be geared to go into public schools, used as a tool to raise pornography to a public health issue, much like we did tobacco back in the 80s.
0: Absolutely, and they can find out more, is it catapultconcepts.org? org? Yep.
2: Yeah, org. We got a little bit on it and uh, there. And if, if anybody wants more information or how they can help support it, uh, they can shoot me an email um, at brian at catapultconcepts.org. Uh, you can get all that information on the website.
0: So where exactly are you guys? You're in the, Are you in the funding stage, the producing stage?
2: We are in the funding stage, although um, I just met with our team and it looks like we're going to start shooting hopefully this summer.
0: Wow. Um,
2: we've been able to get uh, at least our pre-production and production money raised. And so we're, we still are going to have to raise some for post and, um, you know, uh, this distribution, marketing, that kind of stuff, but enough to be able to get started. But um, if people still want to help out, uh, I find that men will pay for porn, either buy it or stop it. Right. And if they want to help stop it, this is a very practical, easy way to create something that we really think could change the conversation about this issue in our culture.
0: That is amazing. Let me encourage encourage you to visit catapultconcepts.org and, and be a part of this to basically do and produce a film and come alongside Brian and his team to not only pray, we obviously need your prayers, but the financial support that you're giving to this ministry and this uh, this working title, The New Drug, you know, you've heard me say so many times on this show that that silence is what is, is killing the church when it comes uh-huh. to sexuality. And uh-huh. uh, let me encourage you to visit Brian's site, catapultconcepts.org, Find out what they're doing uh, with the movie and get involved. Now, Brian, today we're talking about your book, yeah, "Playing Hurt: A Guy's Strategy for a Winning Marriage," and we're going to focus in on chapter number seven, becoming a, a thermostat and not a thermometer. Well, right. What is, what does that mean?
2: Well, it comes from in Ephesians five. Uh, there's a part of the there's a part of the of the passage where Paul says that we are to cherish. Our bride. Mm. He talks about cherishing and he talks about nourishing. And the word cherish there—it's really the word for thermal to bring warmth to. It's where we get thermal underwear and thermostat, thermometer, and anything to do with thermal. The problem is is that I make—I found out in my marriage—I make a great uh, thermometer and a terrible thermostat. And what I mean by that is I can walk into a room with my wife, and I can take her temperature from across the room, whether
0: she's <laughs> right.
2: too hot Yeah. And not, not the good kind of heat. I'm talking about she's hot under the collar, yeah. and it's direct probably at me, and that's when I typically use that thermometer, and I will go to another room, preferably a colder one with maybe, you know, get a nice cold one and sit down on the couch. Um, so the idea of, you know, as guys, we tend to make great thermometers. We know when our wife is hot, we know when she's cold, but we don't tend to react well with that. We just kind of pull back. And so Paul is saying we are to chairs to bring warmth to to actually be the thermostat, to help regulate. Part of our role is to help regulate the temperature of our wife, that not that we can control our emotions, but that if she's feeling cold, we, we are to come and hug her or, or we're to come around her and go, how can I help bring warmth to her? What can I do to help alleviate some of this? You know, I I, re- so, yeah. I
0: remember, Brian, when I was, uh, when Amy and I first met, she lived in Dallas and I was living in Houston and mm-hmm. that's about a three and a half hour drive. Mm. And I remember making that trip almost every weekend, every other weekend to see her and all the driving that I had to do. And yeah. th- here we are two years into our marriage and things aren't going well. And I did exactly what you just said, go in the other room. It's a little bit cooler in the other room. I'm going to stay in here a little bit. And then I hear the voice of Almighty God say, hmm, isn't it interesting that you would drive three and a half hours before you were married to be with her? And now you can't stand to be in the same room. Right. And that was just totally convicted me of my own arrogance and my own pride to -hmm. go back, walk in, say I'm sorry, and resolve the issue. Yeah. Do you find that a lot as you pastor and, and counsel and, and try? Oh,
2: I, I just look in the mirror. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> talking about my story. I don't have to go very far. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're you That's a great illustration. You know, not not willing. You're willing to go three hours, but not really willing to go three feet. Yeah. And 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 that three feet of, of of initiation. And I think that's really what. A you know, guy calls, I think at our core, he calls us to move. We're men of movement, and we do that instinctually. You know, guys are willing to charge up crumbling buildings with 100 pounds on their back to rescue people that, you know, they may, may or may not come out alive. But when our relationship is crumbling around us, we, we kind of find the bench, and, and that's what I do. And so you know, to try to re- realize that, again, it's not about me trying harder. It's about it, because I know what to do. It's really about me relying in the Spirit in that moment, that to go three feet, I've got to go. It's not going to be in my power, because in my power, I just want to sit. Right. So right. I've got I've to actually depend on the Spirit, open up my mouth, and let Him speak, let Him uh, put the words there, and, and fumble through it.
0: You mention fig leaves in your book, and you, you kind of title it Searching for Fig Leaves. And you say that sex outside of marriage and shame... They are intertwined, and, and mm. somehow this will drive us to, to secrecy. So let's talk mm-hmm. about sexual intimacy in the context of marriage, what that truly means, and, and how shameful and how hurtful it is outside the context of marriage.
2: Well, whenever I talk about sex, which gets people's attention, as I know you're, in your radio show, you do quite a bit of that, and I'm glad that you're not silent on the topic. Um, we should not be ashamed to talk about in in uh, what God has revealed in the light, you
0: Amen. know?
2: And um, when I think about the Bible, you know, he's got 66 books, he's got a lot to say about marriage and prayer and finances, but there's not one book devoted to any of those one topics. You know, Numbers is not a book about finances, to my knowledge. <laughs> but I do know that um, out of 66 books, he's got one devoted to the topic of sex. And so You know, I think about that. God really values it, and he created it. And when I think about him creating it, I go, man, that's a great invention. We should give him some props for inventing sex because it's a great invention. But because of that, you know, he has the right to go, here are the rules. Now, like any game we play, basketball, football, you know, motorcycle racing, whatever it might be, there are some basic rules. And we don't do those rules because it hurts us, but it actually protects us and, and allows us to have more joy
0: in it. Right,
2: And there's only one rule when it comes to sex, and that is keep it in the confines of marriage. Even Candyland has got four pages of rules. <laughs> but you know,
0: oh. to
2: have real joy, you got to go, okay, well, why does he do that? Well, he doesn't do it to hurt us or to harm us. And I know in our culture this seems like advice coming from a different planet, but he does it because in Song of Solomon, the one book he wrote about sex, he goes sex that eros love is like the very flames of the Lord. And so it it really is this passionate burning inside that he put inside every single one of us. And and you and I both know, especially out in Arizona, you know the devastation of a spark that goes outside the the right context. If it were to light a forest, um, it can cause great devastation.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And
2: and even though God forgives all of us that have sin outside of marriage, I mean, sex outside of marriage, you know, sexual sin is not any worse than any other sin. But the Bible does say in First Corinthians 6.18 that it's the one sin that we sin against our body. Right. That there's something, there's a different devastation that happens that, you know, you can't grow a forest back overnight. That, you know, it, it takes time to get through some of that stuff. And because of, of the way that our souls are stitched to our bodies, sex has a different ramification. And so when you do that outside the context that God put it in, there's gonna be some shame, there's gonna be some guilt, there's gonna be some some hurt that we didn't expect. Just look at the book of Genesis. I mean it reads like a Jerry Springer show. <laughs> I mean, every time there's something I've never thought
0: of that. That's great.
2: Yeah, yeah, you've got you got Abraham and Sarah and his, his maid servant and and then you've got, you know, Rachel and Leah and Jacob. It's like tag team childbearing. I mean yeah. it, it, you could you could write Jerry Springer shows just by reading Genesis. The enemy attacked sex using sex outside of marriage. And if you look at the reason why we don't have peace in the Middle East, I know I'm getting way off topic here, but it's like you, you look at peace in the Middle East, the whole reason why we don't have peace in the Middle East is because Abram slept with Sarah, and he slept with Hagar. And you had Ishmael, and you had Isaac, and they've been warring ever since. And so God, God says here, keep this gift safe in the context of marriage, not to hurt us, but because he wants us to experience the greatest joy.
0: Pastor so, Brian Goins is yeah. my guest today, author of a book titled Plain Hurt, A Guy's Strategy for a Winning Marriage. You can find out more about uh, Pastor Brian with catapultconcepts.org. You can find about the new movie he's producing as well. And and talking about shame with sex, you, you talk about the expectations um, yeah. that are set into the context of marriage instead of the conversations that we should have. So we've got expectations, which are not good generally, right? And then the conversations that we don't have. Can you explain that?
2: Yeah, I think it was Andy Warhol. Uh, I just read a quote by him recently where he said, and he's a great weird painter, and (laughs) and he said, you know, sex on on screen and in print is far more exciting than sex between the sheets. Mm. And so... You know, our culture recognizes that we paint this image, and that's where we learn it from, right? I mean, I learned sex first from Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis and Top Gun, that all you have to do is put on the bomber jacket, saying you've lost that let's think you, you've lost that loving feeling, and you'll have sex twice in the night. Right. And so my expectations were set at 16 of what this is going to be like and look like. And then when it didn't happen, because I, I tried the bomber jacket, and it didn't work. Um, and, and I, I remember kind of getting married early and getting married in the early on, just going, wait, this is fun, but I thought it was going to be different. I I just had different expectations. And so our culture is too readily and happily providing guys with the opportunity to create more and more expectations with pornography, with just movies, with magazines, whatever it might be, that this is what it's supposed to be. And so consequently, I'm talking to guys, I know you're talking to guys, and if I let myself go where my desires want to take me, I will live in a state of constant frustration because of those expectations. You know, And the higher your expectations are and more distant they are from reality, in between is just disappointment. And I think that's the state where most guys are right now in their married life, that after five, ten years of marriage, most of them, because of these expectations and they don't know how to deal with them, they're living very disappointing sex lives, which is not what God intended when he created sex. And he says in Proverbs, may enjoy the wife of your youth. you know, may her breast satisfy you all of your days, not just the first three years of marriage.
0: Brian, can men heal themselves from pornography, from sexual sin can they can they pick up your book? can they pick up a a book on purity, read it, and without the community of of other men and uh, can they do this by themselves?
2: uh, no. Men don't do much of anything well by themselves. (laughs) My book, book, I I mean, I would love for you to buy my book, but it will not, it won't heal you. Uh, It's not Scripture, and it's not the Spirit, and it's not the community. You know, there's two verses that really impact my life, have impacted my life. Proverbs 18.1 says that an isolated man seeks out his own desires, and, and he breaks out against all sound judgment. And the word for desires could be translated destruction. So an isolated man seeks out his own destruction. He breaks out against all sound judgment. And isolated men tend to create chaos. I know I do. When I pull away from the guys that really have impacted my life, or when I I, when I start holding secrets, you know, the power of um, pornography or any addiction is secrecy. And the more we hold on to it, the more destruction that we discover. And so the other verses in James. Confess your sins one to another, not because that's what we're supposed to do, but right after says, so that you may be healed. Confession isn't just confessing it to God, but confess your sins one to another so that you may be healed. I I don't move forward without good teammates. Guys don't do well when they don't have
0: guys in their house. And And I think that James 5.16 verse that you just quoted, Brian, is one of the biggest missing elements that we, as the body, if we were to read that and take it seriously— not just for First uh, John one nine, confess your sins to God. That's that's we're supposed to do that. We know that we do that. That's the first thing that we do. Father, please forgive me. I've sinned, and you we are forgiven at that point. Right. We're just not healed. And what you just pointed out from Jesus's half brother is, look, guys, you, you confess your sins to God. That's great, but you need to confess them to one another. Why? So you can. we can pray for you and then you can be healed i I think that is the missing verse in a community of guys when just like you said in your book the expectations are wrong right we avoid the conversations because the conversations are too hard Mm -hmm. and you use this great analogy heart surgery for dummies (laughs) say say more on that
2: yeah well you know because ultimately that's what's going on is our our hearts are are messed up and they're broken and um, you know, I talk about how that what we really need is a, is a, you know, when, when I talk about this thing called, you know, to have a heart attack, you have to have built up years of what's called arterial plaque. And I'm not a doctor, don't pretend to be one, but I do know <laughs> that years and years you, you build up plaque around your veins that they harden and you never realize it until you have the heart attack. And the same thing is true with us as guys is that we go our own way, we keep doing these habits that, Don't seem to have any ramifications because guys can look at porn all day long and they're not going to get caught. They're not going to, and they they, they can get through the guilt. God even says, I will harden your heart. And so, unless we bypass that um, through the power of Christ and and really accept the fact that I need help from somebody outside of myself, you can't get healed from a heart attack by yourself. No guy, after he has a heart attack, is going to go, Hey, I got this. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fix this. Where's that? Where's the, where's the, where's the knife? All right. No, in All that right. moment you, you go to, to where you need help. And the same thing is true with us is that you know, I can't move forward without the gospel. I can't move forward without Christ's power in my life. And I can't move forward without guys in my life. And so when there's stuff going on in, in my heart, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible fixer of that. I'm a terrible car, spiritual cardiologist. And even Proverbs says that it says, The heart of a man is like deep waters. It takes a man of understanding to draw it out. In other words, somebody else has to help you through that, just like a heart surgeon has got to help you through a heart attack. And so, you know, to your point, you know, we, we if we don't have that community, if we don't have a relationship with Christ, we're not going to go very far.
0: Absolutely. God has given us a salvation plan. And within that salvation plan, he's also given us a purity plan. And if you are listening and you know that you need a purity plan, let me encourage you to visit dustindanielsradio.com. And there are dozens of ministries on there around the country that will get you plugged in. Brian, give us some encouragement for for those listening within, if they're single, if they're married and they're interested in your book, give us some encouragement on how to move forward with having a this strategy for winning when people are playing hurt.
2: Well, I think it's embedded in every guy. I think that's the beautiful thing about it is that God put in all of our DNA this desire to dig deep, this desire to play um, hard when the game is on the line, when our pain is the is the greatest. There's something in every man that says, "I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that that, that is willing to put my pain behind the team." And if we could just Tap into that emotion that all of us have as men, and apply it to marriage, and apply it to friendship, to apply it to um, you know your spiritual community or mission that God has you on. Then it's amazing um, how God will continue to pour out what He's already put in you. And so I, I really don't see this book as try. I want guys to know this isn't a book about trying harder. It's simply about following a better man and and, and, and following the example of Christ.
0: Pastor Brian Goins author of Playing Hurt, A Guy's Strategy for a Winning Marriage. You can learn more about Brian and Catapult Concepts at catapultconcepts.org. Check out what he's doing and also check out the, uh, the movie... That Brian is producing It's uh, The working title is called The New Drug Make sure you visit DustinDanielsRadio.com You can email us your questions You can join our free online community You can listen to every single show Online through iTunes You can follow me on Twitter At PurityPastor And let's never forget What the word of God says In 1 Corinthians 4.20 The kingdom of God Isn't just a lot of talk It's living and living in God's power. I love you. See you next week.
1: The Dustin Daniels Radio Show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the host nor the station is engaged in rendering counseling advice for your personal situation. If you need further help, we encourage you to seek the services of a Christ-based counseling professional. For more information on the radio show, visit DustinDanielsRadio.com.